Some people swear by cash envelopes, but us? Blech. We are not fans. And today, we're going to talk about why. Welcome to the Wallet Win Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. Our personal financial journey began with a New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. January 1, 2012, the Texeras started our very first budget. That's right. That was the key to getting out of debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was our big goal for the year to get out of debt. We knew we had to budget. We had to watch our spending. We needed to plan our spending. So we sat down. We thought, okay, we're going to have this much money this month. We're going to spend this much on rent, this much on groceries, which was not enough that first month. No, we we were new to the tool and the skill of budgeting. Yes, but, but this something is not we... an episode about budgeting. This no, is an episode not. about carrying out the budgeting, right? The budgeting yes. is how you uh, plan your spending, but we're talking about today kind of the, how you do the spending. Mm-hmm. And we were told cash envelopes yeah it was all the rage back in 2012 <laughs> there wasn't as good of software it was all the rage you know there were you could go no, to it was hot you could go it to was hot etsy if you went to etsy oh, back in yeah. 2012 they probably still exist There's still some of these but but you know there'd be all these beautiful designed um envelopes mm-hmm. you know with pretty patterns some of them were cloth yeah you could get a a purse that would have organized tabs mm-hmm. inside of it built in for your cash envelopes. Uh, but of course we just I went thought, to the bank. Why would, here we are trying to get out of debt. I'm going to drop $70 on these cute envelopes. <laughs> no, I'm going to use the free envelope at my bank. Yep. So yeah, and that, we, and the, I'm going to put a label on it that says groceries. The bank envelope. You might not even be familiar with this because we, we don't even go to our bank, let no, alone get cash out in envelopes. But there's these top open envelopes. We just write it on the back, right? On the flap, we'd say groceries. Car maintenance. And we'd say how much it was, mm-hmm. you know, uh, $400 or whatever. And then when we went to the grocery store, we'd spend the money out of the envelopes and then write it on the envelope Yeah. to keep the total. Anyway, we don't need to get into all of that, but I'll just say, I'll sum it up with this. We did cash envelopes because that's what we were kind of recommended to do. There were mm-hmm. many gurus in the personal finance space kind of touting the awesomeness of cash envelopes, primarily because it helps you feel your money and Would feel you- your spending and that your brain registers spending cash as pain. We'll get more into that in a second. So we did it mm-hmm. for about a year. But then a few months after becoming debt-free, we discovered YNAB. Wow. You need a budget software. And it completely transformed our budgeting habits for the better. Mm -hmm. And it 100% removed the need for cash envelopes in our life and solved so many of the issues, rubs, frustrations that we had around cash envelopes. Mm -hmm. And we waved goodbye to those bad boys and have never looked back we personally don't even recommend or teach cash envelopes. Maybe some very particular situations will encourage cash for a season. Mm-hmm. 
But again, it's not a universal thing that we teach. And let's break down why that is, yeah, John. We've got six, uh, six reasons why cash envelopes didn't work for us, and we don't think they really work for much of anybody. No. I think that they end up just being a headache and a frustration, and nine times out of ten, people get excited about it just because that envelope was cute. Mm-hmm. Cute looking. Like personal um, planners Yes, in the women's planner space. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, I'm going to get organized. I'm going to spend $180 on this planner with cool stickers. And then they don't actually use it, but they got excited about it Mm -hmm. because it was cute. Yeah, you get excited at the beginning. (laughs) The marketing is good. as you go through, you get disillusioned with it Mm because it's not really working for you that well. And when you get frustrated, when you're trying to budget, especially at the beginning of trying to learn how to budget, you're more likely to stop. You're vulnerable. And that is the trouble. That's why we don't like it because it becomes a a roadblock, Mm -hmm. a friction point between you and actively budgeting in your life. And we want you to be budgeting. So we're going to talk about why this just doesn't work. So this first point here. Mm, This is a biggie. Where am I going to put the money? Where do you put it? Where am I doing this? So for us, it was such a challenge to figure out, okay, you know, not everything was going to be a cash envelope. Yeah, you got to pay the utility bill online or send them a check, things like that. Exactly. So, but but it, it was about maybe $900 a month we were mm-hmm. withdrawing from the bank. Withdrawing, withdrawing, whatever. How Taking you out of the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff in the envelopes. And then you have this conundrum of... Now um, where do I put all these envelopes? Do they live at the house? But wait usually you, you know, spend money places other than your house right and usually you do it you know before you go to work or after you go to work or maybe mm-hmm. you're running errands and you need two or three of the envelopes and we decided ultimately the most convenient thing for us was to put them in the glove box of our car yes. and of course we would lock it but it yes. didn't feel good the glove having- compartment had a lock the car mm-hmm. was locked but it's still chilling there. Now, of course, there wasn't a sign on the side of the car that said, hey, all our money's in the glove compartment. Come get it. But it still just felt a little vulnerable it there. It did not feel because, good. Because, and this was at the very beginning of us learning what to do with our money. Mm-hmm. We didn't We, didn't we have were working. We didn't even have the rainy day fund yet. If that went so away. So that money was gone. It was gone. <laughs> yeah. It was not replaceable. No, not at all. Not like if someone, you know, took your debit card and like swiped things. Oh, that can get The bank put back. takes care of you. You can turn that off. This... I cannot turn off an envelope that's of cash that somebody has taken. Exactly. Or that I've lost somewhere. So, yeah. Oh, I think that happened a time or two. <laughs> so, again, that, that, that just where am I going to put this was such a frustration point mm-hmm. for us. And it left us feeling really vulnerable and hey sometimes you know you don't lock you forget to lock the car door you forgot to lock the glove box mm-hmm. it was just too vulnerable and left me feeling insecure and even all if, the time even if the money was safe you know in the end nobody came and stole our all our money no they didn't but it was still in our minds mm-hmm. what if this happened mental space did I, wasted did I remember to, to lock it are mm-hmm. they all in there so yeah it was a mental drag and now, the second one it, is kind of related to this it only oh. in some ways worked because we had one car mm. and we worked together. Right. So right. we were always like essentially together and always with the car with all the money in it. So it was about as easy as you could have gotten the, still the situation. Great. And this is our second point here of why it cash envelopes just don't work is that it, it's tough, especially logistics. If you are 
married. If mm-hmm. you're trying to do this with the family money, so how do you irritating. split this up? So if we didn't work together and we didn't share one vehicle, the envelopes then would have just been at home. But then nine times then out of ten, no money. you're out running an errand. You know, you went and got groceries mm-hmm. and then you realized, oh, I needed to go pick up this other thing. Or, you know, I needed to stop and get shoes. Oh, no, the clothing envelope is at home. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, no, we wanted to go to a restaurant. Shoot, I left that envelope at home. That one's in your car. Yeah, that one's over with John on this side of town. Or now you have two sets of envelopes Mm. with the money split between them. And now, oh, maybe you don't have enough when you go to get the groceries. Or every couple days you have to sit back down, figure out who's got what. Shuffle the money back around so it's more even. Or, you know, you robbed from groceries to cover this other thing. So then you got to go to the Uh, other grocery. It's uh, a mess. So irritating. I was constantly (laughs) frustrated. And we only had one set. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I can't understand how people, you know, constantly rotate the envelopes back and forth between them. It's just, it can get messy Mm -hmm. really, really, really quick. Um, You know, you're between your spouse having it or you forgot it at home. Where the heck are they? Where do they live? How much is in each? Robbing one. Mm-hmm. Nightmare mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> and then this leads into the next point mm-hmm. that was so frustrating for me was the lack of a paper trail. I wanted, I like to be able to buy something and mm-hmm. then have there be know a, what's going on. Kind of a paper trail on the back end with my bank. Uh-huh. If we didn't immediately stop everything after we made a purchase at the grocery store, go onto the back of the envelope and write it and record it, mm-hmm. or go to our physical budget or whatever and like write it in and record it, it just poof in the night vanished. Mm-hmm. And how many times where did that money come? do you where, actually, it you know, it's it's almost impractical to think that every single time you make a purchase, you're going to stop, pull a pen out. And do math on the back of an envelope. Mm-hmm. It's just almost impossible that that's always going to happen. And if there's not a paper trail, you're going to miss something. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get out of sync. Here's the, if you want to solve the paper trail, you can go ahead and stuff the receipts. Oh, we tried that. In but to now the envelope. you've got a Backlog ton of receipts in there. And you think, of receipts. Oh, well, did I do this one? What's this one for? Oh, I got to. Then now, then when you go to pay. You got, you got to, sh- where's the money? Where's the receipts? You got to shuffle through it all. Then, well, maybe you just go by the feel of the envelope. Well, now it's stuffed full of paper. Mm-hmm. Feels like you have some cash in there when you really don't. And then, well, then the the, the batch of receipts, you know, you have to sit down once a week mm-hmm. and kind of sift through these, do the math. It, it begins to drag on you. It makes budgeting feel like a headache. It is really irritating to have to get in there. Nobody wants to sit down with a pile of receipts. These days are gone. (laughs) Nobody wants to do that. And to sit there and to add them up and then compare it and contrast with what's left in the envelope, Mm -hmm. it just was so frustrating that there wasn't an easy, clean paper trail for me that just kind of followed my purchases without me having to put in a bunch of legwork to make it happen. Yep, so those are the first three reasons why cash envelopes just don't work We'll be back not just with the next three reasons why they don't work, but with how the tool that makes budgeting actually work for you, what we found that worked, and why we love it. Be right back. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. We are talking budgeting, not just making the budget, but really the next step of putting that budget into action. How do you spend the money? We started off doing cash envelopes, and it was a disaster. (laughs) And we're breaking down all the reasons for why it just didn't work for us, why we really haven't seen it work well for others, and why we just don't teach this. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, further of ado, further Further ado. ado. Can't talk today. I'm going to dive into this fourth one because this is probably more my friction point than Mm. yours, Jonathan. (laughs) When you're dealing with cash envelopes, you inherently end up having more time spent at the register. And Mm -hmm. to me, my personality, I think there's a meme out there or some sort of a gif that like represents the pressure that certain personalities feel when there even is one person who lines up behind you in the register and you're sitting there trying to do the math on cash, (laughs) you know, you're counting your bills and you're trying to get change out and Mm -hmm. you're trying to, and there's one person that steps in the line. They could be as casual and as cool as a cucumber as possible. But in my head, you know, they're looking at their watch. (sighs) Tapping their feet. Twitching. Yeah. They're, they got... (laughs) Um, steam coming out their ears. They're just irritated about me. And then I'm getting pissed off at them. Again, they haven't even looked at me. They don't even care. But like, I feel I'm pressured. I feel like I'm under the gun. I'm an animal in a cage. I've got to do this math and I got to do it now. And I just, I get all worked up. Mm. I get tense. I freak out. I have feelings of rage. It's not good. Interesting. And then I, I leave... Oh, here's the worst part. Here, okay, that's just before I've even handed them the cash. Mm. Now I give them a twenty dollar bill. They have to make change, give it back to me. And when you're carrying this cash envelope, you got to stuff it in nicely. You put the change in, but they just kind of lump it into your hand. And now here you are trying to ah, like squeeze it back into the envelope. <laughs> it feels like you know there's a bomb about to go off, and I just end up feeling so pressured and now I'm supposed to write on my envelope and do the math Ah! hated that scenario every time I endured it that's that's very I like that you you shared this (laughs) no idea uh but secondly because you you wrote up this list and I have a totally different reason for hating cash envelopes while at the register Mm. so you're gonna get a bonus Seventh reason here, it's just a mess. <laughs> Especially like the grocery store, the supermarket. This is where so many of us go. We make a lot of different purchases oh, there. You're buying yes. food, you're buying toiletries, that you're was buying household so goods. And so before, that was three different transactions because I need to pay for that from three 
different envelopes. Yes, that was such so, a nightmare. Okay, here's this one. Oh, here's the cash. Oh, yeah, okay, we had to put down one. that little bar to yes, like represent. Yes, had to put down the plastic oh, bars. I got to ring up my shampoo and my toilet so paper on a different. So it took extra time. Yes. And then, and then, because uh, you can't just pay for it and split it up later. Because you're not moving the money around. you got to pay with that money from that envelope. Mm-hmm. It took forever. It was a pain. You're gumming up the line behind you. People are mess. getting steamy in their After ears that, now. yeah. It's yeah. not like it's not like you know two different <laughs> transactions, like two different payment methods. Like, oh, this is for work. I'm gonna use like my work debit card or whatever. Nope, it's just cash, cash, cash. What? <laughs> yeah. So that's another it's, reason. It can why be it's a mess. Tough. I know, I know, and nobody ever was yelling at me or anything. But it just ah, that feeling of I can't, I don't have the space or freedom to kind of get organized. Mm-hmm. And then the, the clerk's already going ding. Ding, like getting the next person. You know, you hate that, right? They just slap the cash in your hand, the change. And before you can even like get it hot, into your purse, it, yo. you've not even got it in your own cart. And they're already ringing up the next That's guy. Tough. I hate that. See, that also added. Oof. That added to it. All right. Next, <laughs> let's move on from that painful memory and talk about how cash is hard and it's hard in different ways. We had kind of these mm-hmm. different different takes on it just now, but there's different personalities out there, different uh, money personalities. And money, a lot of our cash can go to those two different extremes. It's either harder to spend for some people. Like, I just don't want to spend the cash. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel it too much. And then on the other side, some people it just poof in the away. night. And I think this goes down to that, you know, when the the studies show that it like is a when you spend cash it's registering with that pain center in mm-hmm. your brain i don't i don't know if that's universal i don't think it is it's not for me it <laughs> yeah. this is my story on cash i lived in new york this is when i was in my let's make my future as painful as possible with money phase uh, and i think maybe i heard about it i was like i'm going to get cash it feels it flew out of my hands oh, cuz um, especially liquid. in new york uh, in fact, I mean, I'm walking down the, the street. I'm like, oh, yeah. I got I, money. I, I could get a taco for $2. I've got, boop, boop, there you go. If I had a card, I couldn't because back then, at least, it was cash only. So if I didn't have cash, I couldn't stop and get street food. <laughs> and that's what you spent your cash. I, right. But some personalities, and I know many of them, uh, this cash is almost like it doesn't exist. It do, they don't. It's not even it's connected the, to their it, bank account. It's, it's separate. They don't see it as connected to their bank account. It's all viewed as just spending money. Mm-hmm. Because oh, spending money. I think maybe because we've gotten so far electronic, like it just progressed so much. Like we're swiping for everything. We're typing it in online for everything. That's money now. That's me spending. So now this paper, I'm playing Monopoly. This isn't real. Mm-hmm. I don't see this transaction reflected in my bank account later. Mm-mm. The money is already out. Yeah. It's, it's almost, fair game. It's almost as if credit cards, which are kind of a, a layer removed from your uh, bank account. And now cash has become this layer removed from your bank account. Almost. It's weird it's, yeah, how it's starting like to be like people. that for some personalities. Others, and I would say they tend to be more of the... Um, type a or more of a a natural saver Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. cash could be difficult for them um and for some personalities sometimes we'll recommend hey try the cash thing because it's going to help you you know feel it touch money interact with it a little bit more maybe they've never done that before Mm -hmm. 
and it can help them kind of get a little mm-hmm. more in touch with the real realities of it. Um, but for most people that end up having cash, it burns a hole in their pocket and it is good as gone. Mm-hmm. And it's just difficult. I mean, in some ways, it's like, well, back then, a lot of places were cash only. If you had a car, like, I remember like McDonald's started taking cards. It was like, whoa, that's crazy. I don't remember You'd that. think it's crazy if they didn't. Mm-hmm. And so now you're, you're in some places, like, you can't use cash. And with COVID, it was, yeah, almost like cash was banned mm-hmm. from a decent Or so of much places. of our spending now, you're going on Amazon, you're ordering stuff on an app, you're ordering ahead of time. You can't pay with cash when it's like that. Mm-mm. So yeah. now you're you're already, you know, bifurcating, you're splitting your spending down into into two parts, the stuff I'm going to use my debit card for, the stuff I'm using money for, and now it's it's all separated anyway. You it's not cohesive, it's not together. Not to mention when you do use cash, what do they give you back? Change. Uh. What are you going to do with all that change? <laughs> Aldi quarter. You always need a quarter at Aldi. That's all you and need that's though. It. <laughs> the one quarter. Because now you got these <laughs> envelopes. You got to start taping the bottoms up because yes. they're getting so heavy and beat up with the change. Yep. And you're you're not you're gonna get to that point in the month where you're gonna have to start paying in a five dollar bill, a one dollar bill, and, and a bunch eight of change. pounds of change. Yes. And you don't. It's harder to count. You don't know what's going on. It takes forever because when it's when you're using the debit card, every transaction essentially is like the exact right size. You don't get change. You don't. You don't end up with all these bits and pieces left over mm-hmm. to try to figure out how to use. You're not gathering up all your change. I mean, you could say, "I just don't use the change." This is a whole other one. This is number nine or mm-hmm. whatever number we're up to now. The change, or you go, "I don't use the change. I take all the change. I make every transaction a whole dollar, and then I do the change." Like now, everything just got more expensive. All right, Jonathan just, he's gone off on, <laughs> you're, I My think you eyes just, twitching. You just added like four more reasons. Woo! <laughs> and got away from it a little bit. But I would say most people the, nowadays um, fall more into this camp of cash is burning a hole in their pocket and it's as good as gone. I, I know that that personally can happen with us too. You have a $20 bill that, you know, you got at a birthday. Next thing you know... You had two or three and little errands. You sold errands. something on Facebook Marketplace. You sold, yeah. You got a $20 bill from the desk. You sold whatever. You know, next thing you know, it's a Starbucks thing here. You you grabbed, you know, a pack of beer there. I mean, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Those are two beverages. You got a coffee and a beer. <laughs> Terrible examples. I'm Thirsty. not good at coming up with examples on the fly. But um, I think a lot of people can relate with that. Yes. It's just gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. It's a poof in the night thing. Out. It doesn't feel like it used to. It doesn't have the weight over us like it did mm-hmm. in the past. Um, final reason we're going to cap the episode off with, I think cash is dirty and gross. <laughs> it's nasty. It's full of germs. How many, I mean, I mean you- of course we know that in the age of COVID, but even before that, how many Flu, cold, noroviruses. How many of those have been passed on to other families by means of cash? I mean, think about how when you a get lot. one of those new bills, you're like, ooh, wow. It's brighter. It's smoother. Crisp. It's crisp. And then you get that other guy. Ooh. He's like a whole different color. He's been in rotation for like three years. Yeah, real soft. Like there's stuff in 
Mm. It's soft because people have worn the thing down. Yeah. I mean, this thing is carrying. Who some, knows what's on that thing? Yeah. Man. And it, it's just, look. You can lose it easy. Anyway, I'm not going to add 12 more. Yeah, you like are. I would like to. Dirty and gross. But you wouldn't be remiss to think, you know, we've had kids that have torn up a bill or two. Oh, now yes. they were only, you know, dollar bills or something like that. But if we had cash envelopes and you have kids oh, around, the two year old gets into you the stash, are at risk of them over. shredding everything. And then that's it. The bank's not going to give you more money. That's just going to hope that you, you can find might. the pieces and they're big enough that you can tape them together. Yeah. The Treasury, if you can send in torn up money in good enough shape, they may mm-hmm. give you back what you can send in. But a lot of times that's not possible. So anyway, dirty, gross, yeah. rips up. So this is all <laughs> it's too vulnerable. So we, we do not recommend. We don't. We don't not recommend cash envelopes. We recommend against cash envelopes because there's such a better alternative. Yes, just use virtual envelopes. Yes, use budgeting software. Mm-hmm. So right, you mean you don't sit down to the typewriter uh, to to write something up? Yeah. You, Use the computer because they got a backspace on that thing. It's it's better suited to the task at hand, just like software that is designed specifically for budgeting. Um, you it links up with your bank account. It pulls in. It gives you the paper trail. Even if you don't use the software at the moment of purchase, it lets you see what's going on. You can move the money around. It links. You can split the bank a transaction. Account. You can. You know, you don't have to juggle who's got what money. The bank's got the money, and our cards just link to that. It makes it so much easier. And you can see the category. Like, you spent money at Costco. You see the grocery budget go down. Mm-hmm. It gives you that same psychological rea- yeah. realization of, oh, this category is going down. Mm-hmm. And you can go back in time and see what you spent three months ago, four months ago, you a year ago. Mm-hmm. Unless you're saving all your envelopes, which would be crazy, you can't do that any other way. Mm-hmm. It gives you more information, more data. easier to digest, easier, easier to use. We no love math. it. Our favorite one that we've looked at, we've seen so many. We love YNAB. You need a budget. Mm-hmm. You can grab your 34-day free trial, 34 days. So you can use it for a whole month yep. and then a little bit more. Get that at WalletWin.com slash YNAB or click the link in the show notes and then you'll be a happy budgeter, which means you'll be a budgeter, which means you'll be a successful budgeter. And when you're a successful budgeter, you're more likely to carry out your bigger financial goals of getting out of debt, of saving for emergencies, of saving that down payment, of setting aside money for the investments that you want to make. And we are all about easing that on-ramp and those baby initial steps to getting your money right for you so that you actually carry out the goals that you want to reach. We want to see that for you. And so that's why we don't recommend the cash is we want to make it seamless, easy, frictionless, and YNAB. That's the name of the game there. Mm -hmm. They make it really easy to, to, to actually love the budget that you make every month. Mm-hmm. And to live with your budget. Anyway, that's a wrap on this episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, if you would be so kind to give us a review over on Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. I and, always screw this yeah. up. And share uh, share our podcast with a friend. 
Uh, if some of you've been talking about budgeting, you can share this episode or any other one. Uh, just have them check us out by searching WalletWin in their podcast app or going to walletwin.com slash podcast. Until next time. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the WalletWin program at walletwin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.